<laughs> for some reason, whenever this microphone is put in front of my face, I'm just like, I'm shy. <laughs> I'm, I'm shy. shy. <laughs> I'm shy. No, okay. the part that gets me is when I have to say, I'm Delaney. <laughs> <laughs> no, I that know. That really just wrecks me because I don't, I can't say it. Okay. All right. Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to Overthinking Podcast. I'm Emily. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we just like... <laughs> it's just funny that we were in the car for like an hour just going off and just like being so genuine and then as soon as we turn this on we're like hi what's up you guys <laughs> <laughs> no i know and i was literally pouring out my entire heart in the car i was yeah. like i was like i've never told anyone this before like i don't know if i've ever even said this out loud and then just like <laughs> I mean, we could definitely say it again. Mm. <laughs> Something's a bit unsaid. Something's, or maybe not for the internet. Yeah. I no. know I do be posting a lot on my Finsta and on my private story yeah. of me crying and speaking of my misfortunes, but I just don't know. <laughs> If, like, my acquaintances Mm. and, like... Aunts and uncles. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Instagram followers, like, need to hear this. (laughs) No. I just, like, don't know if today's the day that I'm going to lay my burdens on (laughs) all of these innocent people. (laughs) No. Maybe in a couple of years when you've come to terms with your action with your burdens, you can lay them on other people. Gosh, we can only hope it will be solved within a couple of years. (laughs) It's a long road ahead. <laughs> we got a long road ahead, y'all. Okay. Anyway, so I'm Emily. <laughs> and I'm Delaney. <laughs> so if case you could not tell, Delaney and I are in the same room. We're in this we are in the same room. I'm home from college for spring break. And guess what? Tomorrow she's going back to college <laughs> because she's coming with me to class so then we can go to Disney Springs. Yeah. That will be fun. Guys, I just dropped a band on a new camera the other day. It was intense, to say the least. No, yeah. Geek Squad was a Geek really... Geek <laughs> Squad? Literally badgering me about all these questions. <laughs> so, do you want to apply for the Best Buy credit card? I was no. like... Uh, he's like, you can pay it off within 12 months. And I was like, no, no, no I'm okay. And he's like, are you sure? And I'm like... Yeah. yeah. Believe it or not, mm. I got the cash in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> like I know it's hard to believe me standing here in my oversized t-shirt. <laughs> me sitting here, <laughs> looking like everybody else. Looking like. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna pay for this camera. Yeah. So that was really exciting. It so was liberating. Been, it was liberating. Watching that number disappear from my bank account, though. Not liberating. But I'm so excited about it. We we create in, in 2020. We create. <laughs> we create i know as soon as emily opened up her camera i was like we have to go do a photo shoot <laughs> and then we're like oh my gosh where should we go the wetlands <laughs> no there's this place where it's literally just like we literally, literally marsh and it's the only place we take pictures i know that and like the the like houses under construction that are like right next to the yeah. wetlands we're just like so where do we where are we taking pictures today boys? because here's the thing some people, Emily and I were talking about this earlier. Some people are so lucky with where they were born 
Because we were born in the suburbs, the most plain vanilla place. And some people are really being born like an hour away from New York City or near some <laughs> meadow. And we're out here, not with a meadow, with a suburban soccer with field. With some of That's the worst beaches in Florida, yes. may I add. Like we're surrounded by water, but these Johns are polluted. Polluted. And that is on seaweed. That is on the air force base like <laughs> period yeah um yeah so we gonna be taking some pictures tomorrow at disney springs look yeah. out on our instagrams i've been trying okay i'm experimenting and i'm kind of over like the lightroom filter phase because i was on that trend for like a minute for like the last year and i was like oh my gosh this is so much better than visco like look at this like the grass is dead and I'm orange. Like, I love this look. <laughs> I'm living for and, it. And um, I think it was working for, like, a little while. Uh, no. This year. No, not this year. 2019. June and July. We were peaking. Our pictures, our skin, our hair, our bodies. Everything was um, just. Okay. Not my body for me. <laughs> that was like the lowest low <laughs> for me. But everything was just in those few months. We were on top of our game because we were somewhere interesting and we had pictures. Yeah, when we went to DC, ah, uh, we peaked in DC. But if my followers have to see another reposted picture of me in Washington DC, I'm gonna lose my mind. But no, yeah, I am so tired. And if you see my Instagram posts, I apologize because they will be orange until I figure out how to download another Lightroom filter. Yeah. So I just decided to get rid of the filters altogether. And I'm just trying to be more raw and real. I w yesterday, oof, yesterday, <laughs> single-handedly, one of the worst days of my life. I'm not being dramatic. Yeah. But I was crying in my car, like, sobbing. This is like... <laughs> no, you I have just to set like, it up because you don't want to just be another girl okay, crying in her car okay. because... All right, I'll set it up. So here's yeah. what happened. So, long story short, like, the first half of the story, because I don't really feel like telling the first half because it makes me mad, but um, we put a new battery in my car we thought it was the battery that was wrong so and then we got started and we we're like yes so what was yeah yeah it was yesterday yesterday i had to go over to my sister's house to watch my niece and so my sister lives like 25 minutes away from me so i drove the 25 minutes and watched my niece all day things were good my sister actually told me she was like hey i don't think you should leave just yet there's a lot of traffic on the way home like there is actually just like a shooting on the road you have to take home and i was like nah it's chill like i want to go home like i i'll just like take another way and so i'm on the phone with delaney because i was like i'm gonna come pick you up we're going to tj maxx like let's go be maximistas yeah. and the second I hang up on the phone with Delaney, my entire dash starts flickering on and off. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm sitting in traffic in like a neighborhood. And I was like, I have to get to like somewhere where I can pull over. So I pull over to the nearest gas station. Um, and the shooting that I just talked about like a minute ago was at a 7-Eleven. And um, the closest thing for me to pull over to was a 7-Eleven. So <laughs> a 7-Eleven like two miles away from where this happened. So yeah, that was good. And I was, I like turned my car off and my car was dead. 
it's it was the alternator that was yeah and um I just like sit I like turn the car off and I just start bawling like everything just had been building up to this point and this was just like my breaking point and I call my mom at first my mom was not answering didn't answer call my sister no answer I did not want to call my dad because I knew what was going to happen when I called my dad. And so then my mom like calls me back and I was like, mom, my car, my car died. She's like, where are you? I told her where I was. And, um, she's like, you need to call your dad. I was like, I don't want to call my dad. <laughs> I was like, can you no. just come get me? Like, I do not want my dad to come. <laughs> this is not good. And, um, so my dad calls me. My dad may or may not have yelled at me. <laughs> not He wasn't mad at me. He was mad at the situation. Let me clarify. And, um, yeah, I got off the phone with my dad. Had to wait, like, 25 minutes for my dad to, like, get there. And I'm just, like, bawling my eyes out. Like, and I hop on my private story, as I do. <laughs> I haven't done this in a while. Like, yeah. I used to, this used to be, like, my only coping mechanism was to, like, just, like, film myself on Snapchat yes. and post it to my private story. Like, that's how I as would As much as it pained me, that was your <laughs> only coping mechanism. And as your friend, <laughs> that was not healthy. Yeah. And so I was just like, okay, here we go. And I, like, wasn't, like, I wasn't, like, crying that much. And then the second I start, like, if you could watch these videos, you just, like, see my progression. <laughs> No. throughout the video and like it went <laughs> no let me just tell you i emily texted me and goes my car broke down and then she didn't answer me for like 45 minutes and i because my then, phone was also at 10 yeah. percent. my car's dead i have no way of charging my phone and this like service was very oh, yeah spotty so then i go on snapchat to see and i just see emily crying in her car and i was like okay so i'm watching these videos they start out talking about her misfortunes talking about the car and as i click through they just get worse and worse and at, by the end she's like i don't even know what i want to do with my life and i don't know if i'm where i'm supposed to be and i was just like emily you, you should talk to somebody no yeah it like things progress very quickly yesterday and i haven't i think it was just like all this just like pent up like rage and just like emotions that i had just not been projecting anywhere just like Mm. it was just like bottled up for like a really long time and i have not cried like that in probably six months like yeah it was intense I was like, it was like literal sobs. Like I'm (laughs) no, for real. And like, I've been your friend for a very long time. And there have only been a couple of times where I could genuinely hear like pain in your voice. And that story was genuine pain. Yeah. I saved it. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to come up among memories. (laughs) And a year from now, you're going to see it again. No, yeah, I know. Spiral. I was just like hoping that maybe a year from now I'd look back and be <laughs> and be like, "Wow, I've grown so much." <laughs> we both know. <laughs> yeah, yesterday was like single-handedly one of the worst days of my life, and like, <laughs> I'm the type of person where like, I know most girls like 
like attention, but I hate attention. No. Like, you love attention until you get attention. <laughs> you, period. <laughs> you're like, let me put this on my story. And then if anybody responds, you're like, I hate, why do people have to do this? Don't no, talk to me. Literally, I'm like, I need, I was, literally, if I'm upset about something, I'm just like, I need someone to talk to right now. Like, I don't care who it is. So I like post something on my private story and then I just get like Snapchat after Snapchat. I'm like, never mind. Never, never mind. mind. I leave them undelivered for like hours. I'm like, never mind. Never mind. Let me just internalize this and maybe I'll be okay tomorrow. And so I I got like literally like 20 Snapchats oh from people and something about that just like really warmed my heart. I'm glad. I'm not saying it's what I needed, but it helped. Not saying that I don't appreciate that. I didn't. I did not word that correctly. I wasn't looking for sympathy. Posting that, I was letting out genuine emotions as they were coming, and there was no stopping it. Yeah. So that was oh, and did I even? Oh, the reason I was talking about this was because yesterday, I took. It was golden hour while this was happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the lighting was good in my car, so I took pictures of me crying, and I was like, should I post these? <laughs> and I said, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just trying to be a little bit more genuine. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. See, this is the difference between me and Emily, and, like, I want it so bad. Like, I see pictures of girls who, like, have no filter, their pictures are blurry, they're not looking at their peak, but they still post it anyway. Mm-hmm. But I'm over here... Picking one p- photo out of like eighty-five. Okay, me. putting a filter on it. I need to, and I don't want to stop doing it. But you are the kind of person who will like film yourself crying and post it. If I were to post a video, I would rewatch it at least fifteen <laughs> times and like analyze every word I say. And I'm like, do I like this? <laughs> no, just not. I won't post it. I know. I don't. I was just like, let's just. I was like, this needs to be out into the world. Yeah. I mean, and I was like, I was like, I'm sorry for what you just witnessed. If anybody needs me, I'll be watching Criminal Minds for the next two business days. (laughs) No, actually two business days because I texted Emily like four times today, knowing well that she was in her house (laughs) and she did not answer me till like 530 in the (laughs) afternoon. I'm... It's funny. I'm always on my phone, but I hate responding to texts. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and also, I took a nap at 2.30 today and woke up at 4.30, so yeah, that was another reason. <laughs> no, I absolutely hate answering people. And I you know. I don't know what it is. Like, I'll literally, like, see the text. I'm like, yes. And then don't respond. <laughs> because I think it's because we're both introverts. And, like, even though we're not talking to people face-to-face, it still takes energy to, like think of something to say and it's the same as and it's the same as like talking to someone in person you know and we're the kind of people who like we love to be surrounded by people but we need to like recharge and be by ourselves yeah yeah that is something i've always known about myself but something that came very relevant when i went off to college yeah like if i don't have my me time ooh. I just, like, spiral. Yeah. And it's not, like, um, no, I was thinking about this, too, because I was just on a retreat 
like with my church at in college like all the women like went on a retreat and it was super fun i had lots of fun don't get me wrong but i was so physically tired because i was surrounded by 45 people for like 48 hours Mm -hmm. and i was like this is but i will come and see you because you're the one person who i can be like be alone with in the sense that like if i'm tired of other people i can hang out with emily and it's not exhausting no yeah delaney and i talk about this a lot like mission trips and stuff too can also be like a little like emotionally exhausting as well but like for some reason i don't have an issue on um mission trips like the whole like having me time just because i feel like i'm already just so maybe like at first like first couple trips but like i'm just like so comfortable around those people yeah so it's just like it's fine but like delaney and i on the mission trip will just be like oh my gosh like i need to be alone but then i'm like delaney come with me because it's like that's like being alone it's just like second nature to us yeah because we're so close that like we can be alone together we're like home to each other oh my (laughs) okay let me just put it out there so i can always remember emily has never been nicer to me than she has for the last week she has just been texting me and is making me feel so good about myself. I texted her in American history class this week and I said we were learning about the American Revolution and I said, Delaney, you're the Washington to my Lafayette. And I was so honored. I was literally about to cry. And then she goes, wait, I don't really know who those people are. No, no, no. I said, I don't know which one of us is Lafayette and which one of oh, us is Washington. I thought even like I don't know who they are. No. And then you go, but by the way, I'm not naming my kid after you. <laughs> no, I was like, I don't know who's Washington and who's Lafayette. All I know is that I'm not naming my child Delaney. And I was like, you're going to come for me. Your name is Emily. Oh, my God. I would never ask anyone to name their child Emily. No. Like, I am an Emily, period. Yeah. But, like, that is the most boring name ever. No, but Emily and I also concluded that if we were named our middle names, we would be so much more interesting because Emily's middle name is Paige and mine is Shay. And so I just feel like it's us if we went to art school. It's us if we went to art school. And yeah. if we were like genuine, like real hippies, mm. but we're not. We try. We try our very darndest, but it comes off as granola girls. <laughs> unfortunately (laughs) no if we were actually on top of trends our names would be Paige and shay like that's yeah yeah i like think about it i'm like what if i went to college and just rebranded and i was like hi i'm Paige. i know (laughs) well when i was in middle school i genuinely was like i wish my name was shay i think i remember that i love like i love my name now Mm -hmm. and i've always loved my name but there was a phase where i was like shay is just like, Delaney's nice, but one, it's kind of a mouthful, and two, it's really girly, and there was a time where I was like, I kind of want to be a little cooler, <laughs> and Shay is just cool. No, yeah. I have always known eight million other Emilys, so I really be looking like everyone else out there. <laughs> yes. my, other, my other good friend, her name is also Emily. Like, <laughs> Yes. So, but... It's spelled different. So, like, Delaney always says, like, when people spell my name wrong, they're like, who's that? When they spell it with a no. Y, they're like, L-, she's like, literally, who is that? I don't know her. No. <laughs> and when people say, like, oh, my gosh, everyone's name is Emily, I don't think about you. I only think about people whose name end with a Y. Because for some reason in my head, 
it's just so different and also maybe it's because like you're my best friend so <laughs> but for some reason it's just so like visually different to me that i don't i'm not like oh my gosh there's eight million girls named emily with two e's i know you know and then there's this like one artist that i follow on instagram yeah. oh she's i love her her name is also emily and she spells it like me and i listened to one of her songs on spotify like on repeat it's called high hopes by yes emily spelled like mine so good and whenever i see it i'm like wait a second Did oh, I, wait. is this me stop the music <laughs> oh, her, her last name her name's emily flood so it like it so looks crazy. like mine too and i'm like eh. yeah <laughs> ah. <laughs> so it's yeah no yeah but oh yeah so emily no but emily's been so nice to me i I, I literally appreciate it so much because obviously it's not like i'm like belittling the lady like the lady you (laughs) every day it's just like playful you know yeah but then i like i think about it when i'm alone sometimes and i'm like do i tell delaney these things enough and i'm like i don't (laughs) i appreciate it so much and we were talking about this is that at the end of every podcast we always say like check on your friends make sure your friends are okay and like take care of yourself that kind of stuff but we don't really do that we don't check on each other (laughs) and i i feel like there have been a couple times recently where i've texted you and i'm like are you okay it's because but then you like donate no, okay, let me tell you why. Okay. It's because, uh, like, just before we started filming this podcast, we had a very deep conversation in her car. Yes. That is where, in her driveway, that is where all the deep conversations be happening. Yes. But, like, when it's over text, like, when someone asks me that over text, it's just, like, I, like, shut down and I just, like, yeah, the doors be closing. I'm, like, no, like, I don't want to talk about it like i know and to be honest okay this is my genuine thinking and i don't want you to ever think that i don't care and like when i see you post sad stuff (laughs) i care every single time but i know that you won't tell me yeah until i either like we get on facetime for like three hours and you're alone or you come home like i know i just won't know yeah and you never like i'm i'm the type of person that like I'm very empathetic and understanding of everyone else's emotions, and I want them to, like, confide in me, but, like, I cannot open up to people. Like, it pains me, especially over text. So, like, it has to be face-to-face, and I have to be in, like, the right mood to, like, be able to, or else it's just, like, not that it's, like, cringe to me, but I just, like, know that, like, if if you just, like, text me and you're, like, are you okay, like... I would not be able to, like, communicate, like, what's going on or, like, what's wrong. Yeah. So, and then it would just, like, yeah, be not, not beneficial to, like, anyone. I know. And sometimes I'm like, should I text her something, like, nice? And then I'm like, <laughs> would she appreciate it or would she think it's cringe? No. Like, to be honest, like, sometimes I do ask myself that. I'm like, okay, should I text her something or... No, I always it's appreciate it. It's, like, yeah. it's not that I think anyone else is cringe. It's that I think... I'm like myself. I'm okay, good. Cringe. But just so you know, like I genuinely think about it a no, lot. No, I know, and I know you care. Like that's okay, good. the thing. And it's like, obviously, like I would any day of the week, like go to you to like talk about anything. 
but sometimes like sometimes I just like don't laying my burdens on other people no, because yeah. it's just like I'm like it's not their issue like <laughs> yeah. it is my issue and that's like where our personalities differ greatly <laughs> because I like I love to talk about like my personal experiences not in like a selfish way but to like help other people and I try to like stop myself because I don't want people to think I'm being selfish and want to talk about myself but it's like genuinely like from a place of like this is what I've learned but I will literally at any moment of the day dive into like whatever is wrong but Mm -hmm. you're the kind of person who it has to be the right moment Mm -hmm. so sometimes it's hard for me to like wait until like you want to talk about it because if I think you're upset I like want to talk about it right now or like you to like tell me exact but i know if you're off in college and like you don't want to talk about it then you're not going to talk about it which is perfectly fine and i think that's probably an issue because then these like emotions just become bottled up for like two months at a time yeah and then you come home i come home and and i hit i hit my breaking point and i'm yeah i have genuine sobs just yeah coming out of me like yeah um this is like been a week of like self-realization where i'm like oh like i'm finding things out about myself yeah i guess i never really noticed before how i don't open up to people yeah because i said in the car to delaney we diving in today i was like i was like i haven't told anyone this (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then that was like the first time i like realized i was like people like know i'm struggling but they don't like know yeah and, like, not that it's your fault at all, but, like, I think when you open up to people, it gives you, it's, like, to know that people fully know who you are and still love you is so comforting. And I think, like, you always say that you want people to, like, your complaint is that you don't feel like people really know you. And, like, that's on them, but also you got to tell people more what's going on inside. I know. I think, yeah, that's, like a big thing that I've like been struggling with recently and um I think it's just it's just hard for me because I don't like I don't like love talking about myself like in groups of people and like sometimes it just feels like people don't care and don't understand so that's why I just like leave that out of the conversation and I just like really just like divide like puts a huge like gap in my relationships with people because like there are like maybe like three of my friends that like that I've ever like really opened up to about like any of that stuff like you Emily and Thomas like that's probably about it yeah and I'd say like you know like the full extent maybe not like the full extent because I don't even know the full extent um the most about it and so, like, making relationships in college, like, obviously, that's not, like, the first thing that's going to, like, come out of my mouth. And then, like, I kind of, like, lose myself in those friendships because I'm like, oh, wait a second, who even am I? And so, yeah. I don't know, I think it's just, like, really put a burden on a lot of my friendships in college. And it's, like, been very discouraging because I just feel like people don't know me. So, yeah. Yeah. no yeah and i but i mean like it's something it's the way that you've always been and i think it's crazy and we've talked about it that we both 
went through so much on our own and we just didn't tell each other. It's yeah. so crazy to me. I know. That's happened. That's like been a reoccurring theme in like my other friendships as well. Like same with Emily and I, like junior year was like rough on both Delaney and I. And Emily was like going through similar things as well. And, like, we barely talked junior year because being in two different, like, grades, it's just, like, sometimes gets hard, you know? And we were just, like, man, we could have been there for each other and we just, like, weren't. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. It just, it sucks, honestly. But I feel like the thing is, like, with Delaney and I junior year, we were both there physically. Oh, Yeah. All, all the, time. the time but like emotionally it yeah. was like two separate yeah spheres like it's absolutely crazy and i, I think about it and i look back and like it's crazy how much you mature at this age from like a couple years ago i and it's different like I mean, when you're 40 and when you're 45 the maturity is not the same as when you're 14 and 19 mm-hmm. you know like you grow so much and I think we're just learning how to be better friends to each other. Yes. Because we're understanding more how the other one's, like, personality fits. And I think that's... I mean, and looking back, yeah, we could have talked about it. But thinking really into, like, our personalities and what we were feeling at the time, I don't know if we would have talked about it. Yeah, I don't know if it... And we, it did it, eventually, like, fully come out. And now we talk about it more... And we, like, it obviously made our friendship better. Mm-hmm. But it's easy to say that now, at this age, where I would have told you right away. Or, I mean, I don't yeah. even know if I would have told you right away now. I don't know. It's just, looking back, it's easy to say, like, yeah, yeah I should have told you. But genuinely, at age 17 versus even now, mm-hmm. I don't I think it's just, different. yeah. I know. For me, I don't know about you. But for me, it's just not something I love to talk about. So that's why I don't address it in conversation or go out, like, actively, like, seeking advice on things, if that makes sense. I mean, I think in junior year when I was, like, I need to drop out of school and get my GED. (laughs) This is not working. That was, like, I, like, obviously talked to you about that. But I think, like, the deeper, like source of that issue was not addressed yeah i think definitely now i would i'm fully i'm fully able to talk about now whatever i felt back in junior year Mm -hmm. but like i don't really know how much i like told you about like the source of whatever but i think it's much easier for me to talk about what happened junior year than for me to talk about how i feel right now you me know. too. I could tell you what, like, where things went wrong junior year for me mentally. Yeah. But, like, right now, I don't know. Because <laughs> yeah. I haven't fully, like, grasped the everything. Yeah. Processed it. Yeah. Looked inward to, like, see. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, but I think from our talking, I think we're both 
not to tutor on horns, but I think we're both very like emotionally intellectual. Like we're, I like hate to say it, but I think comparatively we are both very in tune with how we feel. And even though like you might not know how to control it or like how, like where the source is, you're fully aware of your feelings and like you can sort of separate them from like, not from reality, but like, you know, you can kind of, you recognize them. Yes. Which is a very important thing. I think so. And, like, sometimes I don't, like, love to, like, actually come to terms with it. But I'm, like, aware. I am self-aware. Yeah. (laughs) But actually, like, coming to terms with it is rough sometimes. Yeah. No, and I feel like that's something that I've always, I feel like I've always been able to do is, like, when I was having a hard time and I had like so much anxiety, even when I was like 12 years old, I was like, there's just something physically wrong with me. And I was like, it's okay. By the time I'm 16, I'm going to be better. You know, like mm-hmm. I always had like a big picture mentality. Me too. No. Yeah. And I feel like we me both have that too. Except by the time I was 16, I was not better. By the time I but was 19, things were I've always better. been able to sort of like separate myself from what's going on. And I think that was important i think we both can do that yeah yeah i don't know i think i'm a little lost right now not lost i shouldn't use that word because when i i'm not lost i know who i am but do i know where i want to be no yeah well does it ever feel like in your core you're secure but like everything around it doesn't make sense because that's how I would feel sometimes is like because I had a lot of anxiety and a lot of it had to do with like my faith because faith is not a very tangible thing obviously so like that's where a lot of my anxieties would come from so I always felt like at my core yes like I know who I am I understand like the bible and everything but it feels like everything like on the surface was like completely a mess you know, and that's mm-hmm. like what's always at the forefront of your mind is like what's on the surface. Because you obviously you're obviously very secure in like who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. But everything on like the surface level of what's going on mm-hmm. is like going crazy. At least that's how I felt. Yeah, I mean. Right now. I don't know. I'm just like sometimes Gainesville does not feel like home at all. I don't know where like I went wrong with it but it's like I don't know if it has something to do with the fact that I don't have a car. It may. It probably does but that's not like the full story. And I think I think for a really long time, like, all my life, I have, like, had a rock and, like, a second home, like, at church, surrounded by people that, like, know me. Yeah. And, like, I went from having that for literally, like, almost, like, my entire life to, like, not having that. And I think that's been really hard on me. 
just like not having that to like go back to so like that piece is just like missing from my life like completely and it's hard like trying to build those relationships again from the ground up oh it's hard absolutely and i never realized how hard it would be before yeah and so like it's frustrating at times because you just like wish it would just like all work out like immediately but i know it's something that's gonna take time but i and then i also am going through this thing where i don't know where i want to build those relationships yeah so like like i don't know if i want to do it Wesley like I don't know if I really like vibe <laughs> there yeah. nothing against them obviously love no you. everyone's gonna find their place somewhere. yeah like love Gator Wesley but like I just don't know if I vibe there like all that much and like I'm like a millennial I think Millen technically speaking oh, I don't know whatever I am I like non-denominational churches. Yeah. I grew up Methodist my entire life. But something feels... What's the word? Something feels... Like something clicks when I'm at elevation or when I'm at student life where there's no, like... Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just like... Yeah, it's a different the energy. Whole, like, how, like, the specifics of denominations are kind of annoying sometimes. When, mm-hmm. like, churches are more concerned about being Methodist or being Baptist than they are about just, like, being a church. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, I don't... I don't really care about yeah. specifics of denominations. Yeah. And I'm the type of person that feeds off of energy. Yeah. So, like, I like the energy more at, like, non-denomina- non-denominational, like churches as well as like things like student life more than just like your average like sunday service at your home church you know what i mean no offense to my home church at all yeah so i want to find that and there are like those type of places in gainesville but the issue is i'd be living on campus with no car therefore i cannot go to those things so that just places a heavy burden on my life because it hinders me from building those relationships. So, like, that's a part of, like, Gainesville not feeling like home at all. And I also am just, like, the type of person that's, like, always looking to the future. And yes. I, like, grasp... <laughs> Delaney knows this. This is one of the hallmarks of my personality. No, yeah. I will grasp onto one thing that I want, and I will not lose sight of that. It is, like, the only thing I'm looking at. Yeah. And for me right now, it's moving to L.A. <laughs> <laughs> no, and this is something that, for better or for worse, has absolutely rubbed off on me. And Emily and I for better or for worse, (laughs) feed off of each other in this. Emily and I, on a weekly basis at least, are like, Emily's like, I want to move to LA. (laughs) I'm like, I want to move to DC. And we're like, okay, we're going to take over the coasts of this country. (laughs) And just, I can't wait for six years from now when I am established and thriving. And it's like, but we're not thriving right now. Mm -hmm. But we love, we love to go on Pinterest, (laughs) turn on some... 1975 or whatever and just imagine (laughs) our lives in a city as 
classic as that sounds. Yeah. And it's so funny to me because a year ago, if you had ever asked me about like moving to LA, I was I was like, I don't think I could ever live in LA. Because to me, it just came off as pretentious. Everything is very surface level there. And then this summer, I discovered Mosaic Church yes. and Mosaic MSC. And they have just like sparked something in me that just like changed everything. I love that church so much. And even though I am across the country, thousands of miles away, I like identify like as part of that church. Like, yeah, it is some of like the most like it's in, like it's incredible like just they're located in the heart of hollywood and are just like evangelizing in that city and it's like so beautiful to me that like in a city that's so busy and so filled with like toxic energy and just like social climbing and all this stuff that they're able to just like do that like yeah it's just like so beautiful to me and like when Delaney and I I remember this moment so vividly when we were driving to elevation one day we were going to elevation for a church and I was like looking at like I think we were like listening to mosaic MSC in the car and I was like on their Instagram or something and I like came across their here to stay movement which was like their fundraiser to um uh, raise money to buy the property that they're currently renting in Hollywood so that they could like stay at their original location because like rent's too expensive so they're like let's just buy it <laughs> and it was like it was like a 20 million dollar fundraiser that's mind so you yeah raised six million dollars in the span of six months and I watched their video like Delaney and I watched their video on it and we were like we both just like looked at each other like, had the same thought at the same moment. We were, like, do you ever feel like that, like, you just, like, belong there? And, yeah. like, from that moment forward, I was just, like, yeah. Like, I need to be there. Yeah. And, like, that's just, like, what I've, like, been looking to in the past, like, six months, seven months, however long it's been. And it's just, like, I don't know. I want to be in a place like that, surround myself with people like that, because, like, those are my type of people. Yeah. No, that's how I feel, because, like, I'm looking forward to the future, and that means grad school, and I don't know. I just have, okay, I literally just, like, just discovered this about myself sitting here just now (laughs) but i feel like i'm so obsessed with dc we went to dc over the summer i loved it i've always loved american history i love no it sounds stupid but i love the aesthetic of politics do you know what i mean yes i know like just that whole like energy like the huge buildings the old whatever and i just like loved the city but i think i love the most about dc and like why i want to go there so bad is because i feel like big things happen for people there and i feel like it's a place where like the college is there it just like strikes me as like an intellectual place and i know it sounds stupid but i feel like for so long i like underestimated myself like i didn't think i was like an intellectual and i like the college i go to now just like doesn't make me feel like i'm 
like doing that for myself you know it make like the college I go to makes me feel like I underestimated my like underestimated myself if you know what I mean and I just like want to be in a place where I feel like I'm like expanding my mind to the most of like to the best of my abilities Mm -hmm. and I don't want that to sound pretentious at all it just is coming from a place of like I just where I am I feel like I could be doing so much more Mm-hmm. And I just, like, want to be in a place where I feel like I'm I, thriving. I understand that. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know it sounds, like, so... Like, I don't I don't want to sound pretentious at all. Like, no, I've you're never not. thought of myself like that. But I just want to be in a place where it's, like, cultivates that, like, energy. Oh, no, you know? yeah. You want to surround yourself with people that have the same yeah. mindset and the same, like, drive that you do. And I just don't like the feeling of being in a place that makes me feel like... I underestimated myself. Yeah. You know? No, I know. I understand. Yeah. I'm not trying to drag myself down. No, and you shouldn't because obviously you're there for a reason. Yeah. And I don't want to, like, waste these years, but mm-hmm. college, the place I am right now, like, have I met very nice people? Yes. I'm very excited to move there next year. Very excited about my roommates. Like, they're so nice. Do I think it's, like, a home? Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. I think something I've realized over the past couple of months is how temporary college really is. Oh my gosh. Like yeah. You really are only there for 4 years and I know some people make friendships like that's where they like meet their husbands, find their like bridesmaids, like for their wedding like they're f- people. But it's just like it's like the concept of college is so weird like you move away from your hometown sometimes across the country sometimes two hours away you move to this new city you're there for four years and then you leave again it's like and you pack up everything and leave again sometimes you have to start over sometimes you stay in the same town me personally i said this to my dad the other day i was like i could never live in gainesville if i wasn't in college the thought of that is terrifying and like it's just crazy how temporary all of this is because I feel like some people look at college as like a social hierarchy. No, it and it and literally means nothing. nothing. Like the social aspect of college, it will help you grow as a person. You might meet your friends, but in the real world means absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And college is four years, but they make it seem so much faster than that because you start your classes and then like two months in you're signing up for the next semester's classes Mm -hmm. and like everything they just like push it so fast Mm -hmm. and it really it this has been the fastest year of my life yes I literally my mom like my dad was like you have seven weeks back in Gainesville then you're coming home again and I was like bruh <laughs> yeah. like whoa it's yeah <laughs> it's crazy and like I think f- that's really just like only fueled like the thing in me more that like I'm like oh definitely I want yeah to like be somewhere else and I know I should be like president and, like just be where my feet are but like sometimes it's hard for me when I don't have that sense of belonging and it like it doesn't motivate me to want to yeah make it a home <laughs> yeah and there's definitely like a difference between having that sense of belonging 
and then sort of using that to like propel yourself into the future and then just like sitting around waiting for the future Mm -hmm. you know and like it is perfectly okay for us to be excited and plan and like for me to look up like apartments next to the capitol building (laughs) that do not cost three thousand (laughs) dollars because i do that every week but am i doing that in place of making relationships now is the question Mm -hmm. you know yeah and i yeah because we just need that balance yeah because i feel like my entire life i've just been sitting around waiting for the future yes yeah (laughs) i have some things to work on is what i have gathered from this podcast no and i this is one of the things that i appreciate about my relationship with emily i don't know what it is but every time we get together we have moments of self-realization yeah and this was one of those moments because when, before we record this podcast, we sat in my driveway for at least 45 minutes talking like crazy people. <laughs> we were talking like this. <laughs> yeah. But the funny thing was we were literally spilling our guts out to each other. Like I was like, Emily, mm-hmm. you are the most creative <laughs> person. And I wish I could do the things that you will do one day. But like it was it's just this is just like one of those moments where we genuinely are yeah. realizing things i'm literally realizing things about myself as i'm talking <laughs> yeah no same yeah and it's just yep period like literally period yeah <laughs> it's just like i don't really have this well i do but like i don't have this at college so it's like this was like needed <laughs> oh definitely because like we were saying we're both introverts and we like decompress by talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that we will always have. Yeah. And I don't think it'll be like the same with other people. Like, yes, we'll have other people yeah. in our lives, but this is. And I think definitely after being separated, we. And like constantly, I know for me at least, like constantly surrounded by other people in college is just exhausting for me sometimes as a person Mm -hmm. so yeah i always appreciate when we can like talk about this stuff because i don't get to talk like this with other people Mm -hmm. but yeah same same now that we just went off for (laughs) a real one oh my gosh i know i love how we're like let's just talk and see where it goes but i'm not really gonna (laughs) get too deep into it yeah, the lady was like, "Do you want to talk about like what we just talked about?" And I was like, "No, no, no." no. <laughs> yeah, she was like, "No." <laughs> Fifteen minutes in. Yeah, yeah, and that's like definitely not the extent of everything. So like, no, I don't want people to think I'm just dramatic for the way I was crying in my car yesterday. <laughs> no, it was a lot of things. It was it's a lot. Lord, I'm dead. Um, Your feelings are valid. Thank you so much. So- I needed to hear that. Just to let you guys know, this entire podcast, I've been staring at a poster of Baby Yoda. <laughs> that is, like... Yeah. That just, like, Delaney, like, falls asleep to every single night because, like, her bed's facing it. This is really funny to me. I know. I forget that he's there. He's just watching over me. <laughs> Aw. We're so blessed. <laughs> I know. Thank I you, know. Baby Yoda. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
No, yeah. What a time to be alive. (laughs) In this economy. (laughs) This economy. (laughs) I'd just like to let you all know, remind you, Emily was a political science major. (laughs) You guys. (laughs) She was. Should I be putting this out on the internet? Yeah, why not? I forgot to vote today. (laughs) Emily did not vote. I did not. Did you vote today? I'm not registered. (laughs) (laughs) I'm over here bashing on Emily. And I'm not even registered to vote. I will before the before the big election. <coughs> you will find me registering. <laughs> no, yeah, it literally appalls me that six months ago I was a political science major and I was like, I was supposed to vote today. <laughs> I was like, no, what? literally, the yeah. polls were open today. Like, what? <laughs> I'm a- yeah. No, that is. It's just it cracks me up every time. <laughs> me too. Because. If anyone would be a political science major, it would be me. But my personality bars me from that because I am too much of a peacemaker, a type nine, to ever label myself a political science major. Because if someone came up to me and said, what's your political views? I'd be like, what's yours? And then they say, yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, I mean, like, I can see where you're coming from. (laughs) But in my head, I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) But out loud, I'm like, yeah, I can, like, see where you're coming from. No, literally. <laughs> and I'm out here like, I can't wait to move to D.C. I know. I'm like, I don't think I could ever live and in talk D.C. To I'm, absolutely. I'm like, L.A., L.A., <laughs> baby. Oh, my gosh. I just, you know what I just thought of? Is that song is like, I just sit back and observe. Oh, yeah. That musically song? Oh my god! Did you just call it musically? TikTok? Yeah. Well, it's on TikTok now, but it started out on musically. You remember that? All those oh girls were like lip syncing. Yes. Like, I just sit back and I'm so- okay. Oh my gosh! Wow, that was a blast from the past. No, yeah, I know. I think so. But yeah. Wow. How long were we talking? Fifty-four minutes. No way! <laughs> yeah. I was fu- no. I was fully expecting you to say, like, an hour and 45 minutes. Because that's what it felt like. That was intense. Yeah. I think I went somewhere else. (laughs) You know what I found the other day was the playlist that we played. Okay. Remember when, like, for everyone out there listening, when, like, the fairy light photo shoots were, like, at their peak capacity. Like, everyone was doing them. Brandon Wolfel. Brandon Wolfel was just thriving so emily and i decided to do that it was like 1 30 in the morning or was it it was yeah. probably like nine o'clock no <laughs> it was it was like late. it was like 1 30 in the morning i had my dad's old camera that i did not know His how to Canon work rebel t1i t1i that's crazy from literally from when i was a baby like my baby pictures were on the sd card were on the sd card so oh oh sorry and so we decided to play this like trippy playlist and take fairy light photos at 2 a.m. And it genuinely was one of those experiences where I felt like this is what it must feel like to be on acid. <laughs> this is the closest we, I have ever been. We were levitating that night. <laughs> we were literally floating. And it was the most... but. I reflect on that night because it was the most my creative juices have ever flowed. <laughs> like I was doing what everyone else was doing, but I felt 
I was like, no one's doing this anymore. I know, <laughs> this like, is a this fresh is, bit. We're like, this is something different. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is something different. No, yeah, I went on his on Brandon Wolfo's Instagram like the other day. Yeah, I was no, like, so I was like, I. what is he doing? And it's still the same. Thing. Okay, I swear, as far apart as Emily and I are, in like distance or even like actual experiences for some reason we always live parallel lives because i, I the know. other day also looked at brandon waffle for <laughs> no reason that? i don't that's so weird how does this always happen to I us i don't know oh my gosh we're connected we're connected for free get edge connection <laughs> yeah no i but i found that playlist because i was deleting my old cringy playlist like when i used to listen to country music i, I remember that d- sam hunt let's have a house party we don't need <laughs> nobody <laughs> let's see. speaking of, okay i could just go on forever but yes yeah, so i was deleting this playlist and i found that playlist and it just reminded me of that and I listened to it, and I was like... Was it all the songs from, like, Teen Wolf? Yeah, there were some Teen Wolf songs, and also some songs from, like, rom-coms. Or yeah, that one, like, sad romance movie where the girl's, like, has... What is it? Like, Munchausen's by proxy or whatever, when, like, she her mom, like, told her she was sick and allergic to the sun, but, like, she wasn't actually. Oh, Do you remember that? Sun? No, it was, like, everything, was- everything... That's the one. Oh! She, she, like, wasn't actually sick. Her mom was telling her oh she was sick. Oh, my gosh. Remember Rem- that? We, Delaney and I went through a phase where we were going to see all of those movies. Like Because in like- I don't know what it is. I don't know if this just, like, speaks to something deeper. But I li- the other day I looked up, can you be addicted to sadness? Because I am upset. Like, if there's a That's sad story. That's why Delaney's line- friends with me. <laughs> <laughs> wait <laughs> wait <laughs> no because like if there's a sad movie a sad storyline like i will look it up on youtube and like rewatch it the hunger games i was a whore for the hunger <laughs> games <laughs> because that was so sad sad romance movies or like we we're just talking about criminal minds the sad storyline like but i will go on youtube and like rewatch it like four times because i don't know what it is but it, I, like, love it. Lame is the saddest movie. I woke up every morning to watch it. Like, I don't, I don't know what that is. I don't know either. So you can feel something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. If anyone out there knows, please leave a comment. Please DM. Please, please DM, DM her. <laughs> please let me know if you can be addicted to sad things. I know, and I feel like in, like, 2017 and 2018, like, a bunch of those type of movies were coming yeah. out. Like, those teen romance, like... Yeah, but not rom-coms. What do you call them? Just, like, they the sad romance movies. They were, like, just teen romance movies. They weren't yeah. coming-of-age movies. No. They were just, like, teen romance. Like, yeah. what was the other one? Every day, the one where the guy, like, A, wakes up in a different body every yeah. day. That one? messed me up for some reason i could not like i wouldn't stop i like i did not stop thinking about that for like days yeah after we saw it what else because the concept of that is terrifying yes but that one also more recently five feet apart oh that one was that really good yeah and me before you 
Me Before You. And then, um, oh my gosh, Me Before You is so good. I know. Oh my gosh. What was, the, what was, there was like another one after. <laughs> after. That after one's not as like also sad. also messed me up. <laughs> it messed me up, but in a different For different reasons. reasons. For different yeah. reasons. No, but like sad movies, there's The Best of Me is my favorite You always go movie back to The Best because of Me. Because it is so good. Oh my gosh. It messes me up every single time. I like The Proposal. I forgot how that one goes. That's with Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That one's, I think that one's so funny. I like the more mm. comedy more than I like the... No, no, no. I like the more calm more than the rom. I like the rom and I like the sad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I yes, just rewatched um The Fault in Our Stars the other day. I have not seen that movie since seventh grade. No, neither have I. Well, neither had I until um valentine's day when i was like yo we should watch a romance movie and he was like okay you can pick because i don't know any and i was like scrolling through amazon and it came up and i was like because apparently i was like okay let's watch the best of me because that's my default and so then we were about to watch it and he was like we've already seen this one i was like no way has he has he seen the fault in our stars before no oh my gosh and literally did it wreck him no of course he was making jokes and I was Nicholas. crying. I was crying. Nicholas. I know. He was. I was like, no way. Do we need to fight, Nick? Do we? I'm Do kidding. No, I honestly couldn't remember. Like, actually, I think I remember the Fault in Our Stars just because it was like the first time. It was like the beginning of the John Green era. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And just like the okay, okay, and like the Tumblr T-shirts. Oh my gosh. Looking back, the okay, okay is literally so stupid. I know. Maybe like, that is the worst part of the whole movie. Maybe okay will be our always. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ew! But just like, no. D- yeah, there are some parts of that movie very well acted. Other parts of the movie, not very well acted. But. No, yeah. But Ansel Elgort be killing it these days. Yes. Ansel Elgort is the ultimate man. No one can change my mind. <laughs> okay, if you guys haven't listened to Ans- no Ansel Elgort's music, oh. you better go listen to yeah. it. So good. Oh my gosh. But the fashion in F- The Fault in Our Stars was the things that they dressed Ansel Elgort in. I cannot, looking back, I cannot believe how attractive I, how attracted I was to that man. Really? I look at it and I'm like, what <laughs> is he wearing? <laughs> like a basketball it. jersey and jeans, but oh, like gosh. just pasty arms <laughs> with his basketball jersey and jeans. Poor guy. Why'd they do that? Wasn't Nat Wolf in that movie? I thought yeah. Nat Wolf was so hot in that movie. The one because he was blind and was wearing sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw Nat Wolf in Hereditary and I was like, never mind. Nip. Never mind. <laughs> what I said when he disregard. Be- <laughs> when he became possessed by demons <laughs> and literally like killed his family. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of hot. You're like, a struggle? <laughs> Mr. Struggle? Mr. Struggle? Wait. Oh my gosh. <coughs> what a podcast. I think we should leave it there. 
Yeah, that was good. Wow. Okay. Um. I just hope that we don't have regrets when you edit this later. No. 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 <laughs> no, it'll be fine. I don't really care. No, yeah. If it's one thing I've learned about myself is that I do not care what people think about me. Yeah. Period. <laughs> Period. I appreciate that. So, I yeah. feel like you're one of the only people, side note, I feel like you're one of the only people I know who genuinely doesn't care what other people think. I feel like other people say that, but you definitely mean it. Yeah, I'm just like... I could not say the same for myself. <laughs> but... We are not the same. Oh, we, we are, are not, not the same. same. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, if you liked this style of podcast, and we've tried a couple of different things. We've tried very structured. <laughs> we've tried chronological order. <laughs> but if you like this um, style of podcast where we just kind of talk, let us know. Please let us know. Please leave a review in Apple Podcasts. Leave a review, we please. need it now more than ever. I will. <laughs> give you a hug if you could pull through right now we need it now more than ever yeah but um yeah thank you all for listening genuinely check on your friends genuine we mean check it this time your, we mean it check on your friends in a way that you think that they'll respond to oh you know? in a way that they, that you say in the way that they need yes you know period and check on yourself if you <clears throat> this is my announcement this is one thing if you feel like you should go talk to someone, do it. Right yes. now. That's it. Yes. And so, thank you all for listening. Emily, you got anything else? Have a great week. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. Yes. Follow at Delaney Shea. <laughs> Don't mean to be loud, yeah. but follow Delaney Shea. They are linked in the description. Yes. But anyway, we'll talk to you guys next week. If you made it all the way, thank you so much. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Talk to all you right. guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.